This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Radio.com Sports presents Bet Sweats with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down the latest in sports betting. While we've been talking, since the show started 20 minutes ago, okay? Uh-huh. I noticed I got two sports books up. So if you guys are ever watching on the Radio.com app and you see my eyes going back and forth or looking down, I always have points bet up. And I always have another one up just to be able to compare the two. I'm telling you, Joe, when we started the show, they both had the exact same spread and the exact same total. Tampa getting three and a half, the total 50 and a half. The Bills getting two and a half, the total 53. In the last 20 minutes, both lines have gone to three on points bet. So the Bucks went down half a point, and the Bills got half a point. In 20 minutes, since I've been doing this rambling about nonsense, <laughs> the line has gone half a point each direction for, the, for both AFC and NFC. So both games right now are at exactly three. Pat Mahomes, concussion protocol, Kansas City, Sunday night, they were saying good signs. Monday, they were saying good signs. At some point, we should probably be open to the idea of Mahomes not playing because there's no reason to bet on Buffalo unless you think there's a decent shot that Mahomes isn't out there because if it's uh, your boy Henny starting, I mean, what do you make that point spread? How high do you go? Because the money will come pouring in on the bill side. Yeah, so – I just don't know, unless you have a strong feeling about Mahomes one way or the other, I don't know how you can bet that game until we know for sure, Joe. Yeah. Um, I think most people expect him to play, including Las Vegas, which is why this is the line. By the way, do you think, Kansas City minus three, do you think – that the Bills would have been a touchdown favorite over the Browns? Like, they're basically telling us that they think the Bills are a touchdown favorite over the Browns because the Browns were 10-point dogs. Sure. Sure. Um, And, well, they did close at eight. So it would probably go inside of a touchdown, but they would be be heavy favorites for sure. I absolutely believe that. Well, let's take some different angles. Let's look at these, uh, these four teams that are playing this weekend. Coaching staff. And with coaching staff, let's look at play callers, too, because that's the big part of it. That's how NFL teams are deciding on the next head coach of their teams, bringing the play caller. That way, if you lose a great OC, it's okay. 
you still have your play caller because he's also your head coach. That's That's been going on in the league the last uh, number of years. So which team of the four has the best coaching staff? And, and let's go worse. Which one jumps out to you as the best coaching staff? Is it easy? Is it too easy? I think they all have pretty good coaching staffs. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to argue against Andy Reid and the Chiefs. You know, people are talking about Enemy as a head coach. People are talking about Mike Kafka, former Northwestern quarterback, as a head coach. And honestly, I feel like Spagnolo has done a pretty darn good job with that defense this year, Joe. So I think, I mean, only two teams have ever hosted three consecutive conference championship games. The Philadelphia Eagles, 0-2-0-3-0-4 with Andy Reid. And the Kansas City Chiefs, 18-19-20 with Andy Reid. That is impressive. That's not Tom Brady impressive, Joe, but that's pretty impressive. So I, I think the Chiefs, I would say Chiefs are number one. I think the other three are all pretty good and pretty close. Do you have a strong opinion? Well, it's it's the Andy Reid coaching tree, right? That's where we have to start this. McDermott's on it. You have John Harbaugh viewed as one of the better coaches in the league. Uh, Matt Nagy's on there. He hasn't had a losing season yet. Uh, there's some still questions about him. Doug Peterson wins a Super Bowl. Uh, Rivera's on that coaching tree. So <laughs> I, I wonder if if Pat Mahomes doesn't have three touchdowns in a matter of five minutes in the Super Bowl last year, is it is it as easy to answer? Because the narrative before that game was, well, Reed can't win the big one. In-game decisions, very poor at that. He's going to do something stupid. And then Pat Mahomes changed everything. Yeah. Um, that's a really good point. Really good point. That Mahomes, although, dude, what he did with Alex Smith, so yeah. impressive. Yeah. You know how many backup quarterbacks Andy Reid like, got paid? A.J. Feely, Kevin Cobb. I mean, he's Jeff Garcia. They went to the playoffs with him in Philadelphia. Andy Reid does more offensively with less than anybody. I mean, just look at Sunday. What he did with Chad Henney? Chad Henney had never played in the playoff game before, Joe. Comes in, and I saw the highlights. You almost forget. He threw that first fade ball to Tyreek Hill. How about that frozen rope over the middle to, to Travis Kelsey? Henny was actually perfect, except for that interception. I have no idea what that was. But other than that, Henny was Henny was money. Ultimate confidence in his players. Tampa Bay, that's probably the worst if you have to pick one. Again, they're all strong. We felt they were strong in the divisional round, all eight coaching staffs. But if you have to uh, find one spot, we talked about it with Eric Eager yesterday, and I, I trust him because he studies a lot of this stuff, uh, running on the early downs. So I guess by default you've got to go with Tampa Bay. I don't know, man. I mean – LaFleur's done? Yeah. LaFleur's two for two getting NFC championship games. I know. And they, they're the number one scoring offense in the NFL. Yeah. And I actually, I actually don't think Mike Pettin gets enough credit. Their D coordinator. Now, I think Bowles probably has the edge there in D coordinators. That's true. But I also think, you know, I mean, Pettin just gave up 18 points against the Rams. I think Pettin deserves a little bit more credit than, I mean, 
Patton's also been the D coordinator of a team that's gotten the NFC Championship game and won 13 games two years in a row. Nobody ever wants to give him credit because it's Aaron Rodgers in the offense. And because last year they got their asses run over in the NFC Championship game, yeah. which I understand. But he's, I mean, dude, remember when Patton, his first year in Cleveland, they were seven and four with Brian Hoyer? Yep. And I have multiple people that have told me that the GM and the owner were texting him saying, you got to put Johnny Manziel in. It's time to put Johnny in. Seven and four with Hoyer in mm. Cleveland. What a, what a shy show that place was. Uh, what about quarterback? Best quarterback. Like, it sounds like a silly question, but Aaron Rodgers is the best player in the league this year. He's going to be the MVP. And it, it, it kind of reminds me of like a barroom conversation. Could you go against Jordan with his hand tied behind his back? So it's it's Pat Mahomes, probably not at the peak of his powers because he's coming off a concussion or maybe that's a guest or is it really concussion? Did he slam his head? He's in the concussion protocol. It's something we'll never know. But best quarterback of this great list, and that's the big storyline with this weekend. Again, you have four great offenses. I've got to go with Rodgers. So would you go with Mahomes? Let's assume not a hundred percent, or would you would you go with Rogers at a hundred percent? Um, I would I would go with Aaron Rodgers this year. Yep. Yeah, I, I would. I, it's interesting. I think the real debate is between Josh Allen and Tom Brady in this game, in this one game scenario, a conference championship game. Let's say the Joe Ostrowski's. We're playing in the conference championship game this Sunday, Joe. And you don't know what the rest of your roster looks like. You can either say you got Josh Allen or Tom Brady on Sunday. The numbers this year, if you look at QBR, one is Rodgers, two Mahomes, three Allen, Brady nine. EPA, that's a popular metric right now. Mahomes one, Allen two, Rodgers three. Brady is nine in both of those stats. I don't give a damn. It's the conference title game, and it's Josh Allen versus Tom Brady. You don't need to think that hard about it. You go with Brady for your team. I think I'd go Josh Allen. Would you really? Coming Dude, off he's that been game. so good. He's he been has so been good. good. He has I mean, been. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Look, nobody likes Brady more than me. It's You know what's crazy? So, ever tell you the story about my first day as a Patriot, Joe? I don't think so. So, I got cut by Buffalo after my back surgery. And I get signed by the Patriots, like, middle of the year. And I'm going out there for quarterback center snaps. And Tom Brady comes over and he's like, hi, Ross, I'm Tom. And he does this to everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, Tom, nice to meet you. Like, I know who you are. But, you know, it was nice that he did that. Yeah. And then, like, I was I was maybe going to be that – like, they had an injury, Joe. I was maybe going to be the backup center that game. So I started snapping the ball to Brady, whatever. That night, my sister calls me. She's four years older than me. 
And she's like, Ross, did you meet Tom Brady? I'm like, yeah, Bryn. I'm kind of on the team. I was snapping the ball to him. She's like, wait, wait, what does that mean? What does that mean, snapping the ball to him? (laughs) I'm like, you know, his hands were – wait a minute. Tom Brady had his hands in your butt? I said, yes, I guess. I guess that's one way to describe it. She said, I have never wanted to switch places with you so much in our entire lives. <laughs> that was my first day. That was my first yeah. day as a Patriot, my sister. So what's cool, what's, what's crazy, by the way. So I came in, think about the math here. I came in the year after Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I played seven years, twice the average, twice the average. My last season was 2007. It's 14 years later, and he's still playing. Started before me, then I went for seven, twice the average. It's 2021. I mean, so I'll say this. I root for him because you know why? Not just playing. Playing at a he's in the conference championship game. Look at the level that he's playing at still. Well, here's the thing: my daughters are seven and eight. Okay, just this year, for the first time, one of them said, "Daddy, who's Tom Brady?" I said, "He's he's the best football player ever." Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and they said, the boys talk about him. The boys talk about him in school, right? Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. said. Well, you know, daddy was teammates with Tom Brady. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. I, I So I root for him to do well, Joe, because I'm not very cool. Let's admit, I'm not very cool. But anytime Brady does something amazing, the fact that I was teammates with him and I snapped him makes me like a tiny bit cooler, like just a little bit. Like it reminds me of, is it the, is it the movie The Natural, Joe, where they say – there's Roy Hobbs, the best that ever lived, or something like. What movie is it where they're like, "There's so and so, the best that ever lived." Like, I'm able to tell people, like, I was teammates with, like, I went, I had beers with, I went to see um, Talladega Nights with the best there Did ever you? was. <laughs> Did you go see Talladega Nights? Yeah, <laughs> dude, it was during, dude, it was during training camp. Belichick gave us the weekend off. Matt Light called ahead. Mm-hmm. and reserved a couple rows. But it was opening night at Talladega Nights. The movie started at 9. We went to dinner before it. We didn't get there till like 9.20. They didn't start the movie. They waited for us, dude. Wow. And then we go in there, and I think they like sold enough tickets to sell it out, but then they had three rows blocked off. So I think there might have been people like standing, if memory serves, while none of us had anybody sitting next to us. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, there was this is when the Patriots are going for like the third Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was sitting right behind Brady. And Brady had a hat on like this. And it was dark. Like, we didn't go there purposely till it was totally pitch black. But I think people knew something was up when they saw the three reserved rows and a bunch of big dudes come in. Yes. The people, the people right in front of Brady were like this, Joe. Pretend like you're me, okay? The people right in front. Oh, now you're going to see my bald spot. Don't put this on social. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't trust them. We've, I, we, we've already seen it, man. All right, all right. So the people in front of Brady are 
turning around like this. Brady, Brady's you, Joe. Brady's the camera. Yeah. And they're like four feet away, and they're like, looking back. <laughs> I think it's Brady. I think it's Brady. And Brady doesn't say a word. Hat down. Nothing. Like, I think. I think it. Like, it was so dark, and his hat was so. Like they were like seven feet from his face. I think it's. I think that's Brady. I think it. I mean, it was just. I had never been around a guy, you know, that it, it was. It was like that. But uh, yeah, Talladega Nights, and that was the night where I saw Brady kill two rookies and chugging a beer. And he's. And when I went to go pay for my ribs, he like sprinted over. Was like, no, Ross, I got this. I'm paying. I'm like, dude, it's twelve dollars, Tom. Like, <laughs> anyway, he's the man. Every time he does well. Uh, I love it. And you, just, year, and, you just said he's four. and you just said he's the worst quarterback of the four. I get it. I get it. I, so, I oh, 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 no, no. Now I'll get everybody mad at me. You hate Tom Brady. You're a traitor. No, I'm just saying for a one-game scenario, yeah. I mean, dude, Josh Allen's been unbelievable this year. Now watch. Watch what happens. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the bills, and Allen will poop the bed. And Brady will have a great game, and I'll be totally screwed. But um, anyway, story time with – wow, we're 36 minutes in already? We are. We, I, see, I want to get to this next one because I think yeah, this, yeah, is go the, for it. this is the most fascinating one. It's, it's tough, toughest call, I think. Best skill position players. Which team do you go? Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Buffalo, Kansas City. Skill position players. I mean, Ross – you could make an argument. You probably there, there's one you would throw to the side first, but you could make a case for any of these four. Groups. Who would you throw to the side first? Buffalo. Correct. As good as Diggs is. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. The Bills are the one that they're automatically out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, I feel like the Bucks have the name recognition. I'm just not sure they've played to that. Right. Whereas, like, the Packers, dude, with Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, and even Tunyon, that's pretty legit. Like, those are three pretty legit dudes. And then the Chiefs, you got the number one tight end in Kelsey. Yeah. You've got a top five receiver in Tyreek Hill. The thing about the Chiefs is, Sammy Watkins didn't even play last week, but – um. Even like Hardman, when they give the ball to Hardman on those like reverses, he is so freaking fast, dude. Watch out. It is like when these guys get the ball, they make NFL players look slow. Like when I when I watch the Chiefs, I don't know what you think. When I, when I watch the Chiefs, I'm like, yeah, having really fast guys is a good idea. You should totally yeah. have really fast guys on your team. No, it was happening on Sunday. And anytime I watch the Chiefs play, they're just at a different speed. And the team I cover, the Bears, my first thought is, okay, it's awesome to have Nagy part of that system for so long, and I can't wait to see till they actually spend money on offense and he gets a young quarterback. Let's see what he can do. But I just watching their skill position, guys, I'm like, man, the Bears and the rest of the league is so slow. Well, didn't they – I felt like that first year with Taylor Gabriel and some of the stuff they did with Tariq Easter, Cohen yeah. – yeah. I feel like they did some of that that first year, and it's like they got away from it. And then they get they go and draft David Montgomery. He's great. He can break tackles, but he doesn't have that speed. He doesn't have that burst. Whatever happened to Gabriel, they don't really have a speed receiver, do they? Nope. Not at all. 
<laughs> they they were hoping Cordero Patterson. They were hoping it would. Yeah, but he's out. not that. That's yeah. not him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I because of depth and maybe some recency bias here, I would go with Tampa because even when you shut down Evans, you still got Godwin and AB and the catches we saw over the weekend. Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller. Because of depth, I would go to Tampa. But admittedly, we are splitting hairs here. I mean. This is why they're here. You look at the yeah. quarterbacks, you look at the skill guys, you look at the coaching staffs. Like, no wonder, no wonder they're here. Uh, which one would you go with? Casey? Um, including quarterback or not? No. Right? That's the other part. How does Tyreek and Kelsey look with Tom Brady? How different is it? Certainly, the the Bucks have the most depth. Um, I'll go with the Chiefs for the high end. Uh, la- last one of these defenses, and what really jumped out to me among these four defenses, excluding Tampa Bay a little bit. So I, I think they're the obvious answer. They have the best defense here, but um, these great offenses, they were just good enough. Like Bills had their issues first half of the season. They figured some stuff out. DVOA, they're 12 on the year. Green Bay, middle of the road defense. Kansas City, a little bit below average, I would say. It's just, I. it seems like that's, yeah, obviously, best way to win. Go get an elite quarterback and just be good enough on defense. I mean, spend, spend your money on offense as well, right? Absolutely. That, that That's been proven, it feels like. 